Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, and I'm an oculoplastic surgeon with a special interest in facial aesthetics and also the founder of MZ Skin. And this is the Guinea Pig Podcast. Why are we called the Guinea Pig? Because that's what I am. I'm writer and journalist Fiona Golfar, and I'm here ready and willing to try out just about any treatment and treatment going. We are the breath that you take before trying anything out there. So, if you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then come join us from the clinic every Thursday on the Guinea Pig Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the clinic for another episode of the Guinea Pig. Hi, and it's nice to see you, Marianne. Nice to see you, and I'm absolutely obsessing over our guest's fingernail, like her nail polish. I'm just actually dying, so can you please hurry up and introduce her? Okay, (laughs) this is the absolutely fabulous Celia Burton, makeup artist to the stars. Mm. Celia, we've known each other a very long time. I used to work with you at Vogue. You used to do a lot of makeup. What, when you were like 10? (laughs) Well... (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. We basically. We were just starting out, actually. Yeah. But we used, 18, to, we, used to, we used to work together. And something that struck me then that is really one of the reasons that you're here today is that you took an enormous amount of care over preparing the skin and having skin looking as beautiful and natural and dewy as 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 you yeah, could. Yeah, that's my and, and my that thing. was really a, a something that I noticed you took a lot of care with. And uh-huh. one of the things that I was absolutely loved when I asked you to come on the show the other day is you said to me, "Yes, I'm really interested in talking about <laughs> makeup for older women." Honestly, I had to sit oh, no, down. No, I'm have sorry. A that's not what I mean. That's fine, but I do think it's true. so. <laughs> I actually have no idea how old all of you who are listening to this show is, but I imagine you're kind of starting in your 20s and maybe ending up my age. But I wrote a piece last year about a lot of the shows that I was looking at. I noticed that they were using a lot of older models, older actresses. Very inclusive. And it was very inclusive, Mm -hmm. which everything is very inclusive at the moment. But what I noticed about these women is that they had lines on their faces and they had all of the the things that age brings, but their skin glowed and their their makeup glowed on their skin. And as you know, I was a makeup artist a million years ago. And when I trained, the basis of everything was actually matte. Everything had to be matte and very, very, very precise and powdered down and so I would like you to 12 step me if I see Fiona out and I go gosh you look nice she goes well I used to be a makeup artist it's like (laughs) she knows what she's doing and it's and and I appreciate that but but do you want to also know that I buy everything I'm like one of those junkies like you tell me tomorrow that I need this and this and this and I will go buy the entire well I'm quite often often recommending MZ skin oh I love you thank you but you know what happens is is that I never use the things that I buy so I literally use the 
same thing every day. Yeah. I use my own tinted moisturizer. I use a Tom Ford bronzing powder yeah. and NARS orgasm, like little blusher if yeah. I'm going to use it, a little bit of mascara, maybe a Charlotte Tilbury eyeliner. And I pretty much always have a nude lip. Yeah. And I never mix it up unless I have somebody come and I have like some great costume party and then I'll do like bright blue, you know, or yeah. purple or green. But I, I can never, it's a really an art to be able to do it. Where the language has changed over the last kind of 20 years is also a lot of words like primer are used and, yeah. and, and highlighter is used. Mm. And those are the things that I kind of want to know about. So once I finished my skincare, mm. you know, I do my, I do a C serum in the morning and then I put a cream over that. Then I want to put my makeup on and I want to have that kind of shimmery look that yeah. is going on. The glow. And that's what I'm going to ask you, yeah. if you don't mind. And talk us through using the products that builds that yeah. dewy look. I, I think that's what's so lovely now about modern products is that that's it's really easy to do that. Back like Even in the sort of 10 years that I've been doing makeup, the the texture and the feel of products has completely changed is that because they've got hyaluronic acid i guess so yeah and i guess like you know you can maybe it's just all a little bit more sophisticated now you know if you want a highlighter it's not big chunky sparkles it's like very very finely milled pigment that like shines when light hits it or whatever rather than like my aunt was makeup artist and I inherited a lot of her old makeup and like some of it's like sort of mac from the 80s and I cherish it but I don't use it because it the pigment Sort well, of I'd worry about using a base yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> expiration yeah. date, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Matt I think from the 80s doesn't fill me with hope. No, the, but the, what I mean is like pigments and things, you know, like yeah. eyeshadows and stuff, which I think are fine. I mean, I'm not slathering them on models, but whatever. But what I mean is that uh, the pigment doesn't hold; yes. like the, it just sort of falls off. Funny and then, enough that you mentioned Matt, because when I was having my first child, my son Joe Fox, who we, who, who you love, well. right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and so anyway, so I was yeah. pregnant with Joe, Joe and I said to a friend of mine. I said, I apparently your lips turn blue when you're giving birth. You know, you're so busy pushing pregnant. And he said, not if you wear MAC. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just remember thinking, I'm going to have pillar box red yeah. lips and they're not going to budge for the no, whole really 18 weird. hours of yeah, yeah. pushing that baby That's out. That's hilarious. Not if you but wear MAC, Can I just said. say one thing? When I said older, I'd like to talk about older women makeup. Okay, obviously, older women is an enormously broad term. It can start at 30. Uh, uh, exactly. I'm fine with that. I'm just and, about ending over it. Yeah, but uh, the only reason I say that is because I, I know, because I've spoken, I'm really close with my mum and a lot of her friends as if they were my friends too and um and we discuss it in great length at how i love that by the way that she's so close with her mom yeah no and i just love it that you're also close with her friends i hope my daughter's like that yeah too. well they're so cool i mean you know i've got quite cool parents but but um we talk in great length about you know they say my face has changed and what i used to use doesn't do that anymore and i don't know i don't know what to do because about sometimes it. i'm talking to women my age let's say and I and I'm looking at them and I do like you I, I'm so trained to look at a face just you know yeah. we, we had someone in here recently who was talking about threading and her eyes were kind of glancing at my face all the time my eyes and I'm sure Marianne does with I what you're doing laugh. I'm looking at a face and I'm kind of deconstructing and I'm making up but I notice a lot of women my age the makeup kind of sits on top yeah and I don't like looking like I've got base on I don't want to look like I've got foundation I don't really want to look like I'm particularly made up Mm. I want to look like I'm glowing but you know my skin's a bit blotchy in reality I've got some thread veins I want to have this kind of I want my skin to look even dewy a bit bronze yeah without putting lots of makeup without putting lots of makeup on so what are we going to do 
Well, exactly. I know that you love Glossier and that yeah. you work with a lot of their products, for example, yeah. and you turn me I on love to something Glossier. called Future Dew. Future Dew, <gasps> which already Molly, my daughter, has tried to steal. Yeah. And that has made a real difference. Well, it's interesting because I worked with Glossier and we did all these sort of press meetings about future do when it was coming out and it was before any of us had really had a go at playing you know they drop products very quickly glossy so they don't give you a long lead to sort of become acquainted with it it just turns up and everyone gets excited and so I was trying to sort of explain this to journalists and really I hadn't had a go with it so we were saying you know you can use it to prime and blah 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 but actually the way that everyone uses it is personal the the thing about future is that it's like a skin skincare makeup hybrid so it's a sort of serum with a glow to it so you can use it almost as an extended skincare step and it's got a sort of iridescence to it like max strobe cream which is like a classic highlighter sort of base that you use under makeup and one of the things that marianne always says when i come in when she says you look well is because i have rosacea so i have quite a red face i know but you've always said that but i've never maybe it's because you're so great at makeup we went to get rid of it in here yes. don't we we spend a lot of time do you on the old rosacea so here we are i am your blank canvas okay so i'm going to use future as a using, base would then. i be putting a face would i put I my moisturizer you, i think on you would first? put a cream on yes okay but so um let's mush, just mush. go straight in with a, few, with a bit of future because it's really it's hydrating anyway so you put it in the palms of your hands yeah warm it up Right, rub and your then, hands together. And then I'm going straight sort of onto the cheek, underneath the eye, and then up into the cheekbone. Um, Do you put it on the neck? Bit on the chin, bit on the forehead. The thing is, you can put, you can use the what's left on your neck, but I, I, I would sort of stay on the face for future you, only because it just... So it feels nice. It doesn't feel super light. It feels no, quite... No, it's, it's almost sticky. It's almost sticky, and yet it's not no. Future Dew, I would almost do without makeup, just to like for yes. a Sunday lunch or something. Yes, Sunday lunch. Yes. Okay, then, but the th- so the thing about Glossier is that it's sort of skin first, makeup second, right? So mm-hmm. their makeup doesn't look like makeup. You can build it, but pretty much everything that they've made is sheer enough and buildable enough that on at at, at the beginning, at first step, it's pretty. Sheer. Sheer. And you yeah. can build on that. And Seals, yeah. just because I know you and many other makeup artists, you're not slave to one brand. So No, I'm not. So you start with the Glossier, but if you feel there are any other brands that you would build, <laughs> I'm going to say maybe my skin needs something that's got more well, coverage. Well, may- maybe. Let's see how we go. Yeah, but did you have a go with these then? Because I gave, I gave um, Fiona a, a Glossier kit to go away with and did have I a go have with. A go? Oh, that's that was fun. a bear shit in the woods. <laughs> so wait, so you just mix that. She's my Glossier guinea pig. So, uh, I've been guinea pigging, but you know, for me, I behind have to, my because back. I'm older, I have to... Um, <gasps> Give everything you I can. have to know. I have to get made up in a magnifying glass, obviously. So now what are you doing? Okay. Now you've gone into what's in this little so, pot. So the pot's a stretch concealer, which is basically quite a buildable but very, like, dewy texture concealer that's a little bit more pigmented than the skin tint. Skin tint's like and then you've a perfect little all over. on the back of your yeah. hand with a with brush. Both, yeah. And you've mixed it. Now the brush is what, like a flat? Little like flat little concealer flat brush made by Trish. Okay, so you have mind. used a Glossier base, in fact. This yeah. is the skin tint, it's called. Yeah, and I'm mixing it with the stretch concealer. Stretch concealer, right. But the only reason I'm going in with both is because you said that you want to cover the redness. And mm. so I'm just going to just put it on the red. That's all. I mean, that... 
T- put your chin down a little bit. <laughs> I think you the, can slap me if I the, <laughs> the thing with makeup is that people apply it so blind, like they just apply it where they've seen the people in the tutorials apply it, rather than looking at where it needs to go. When I stopped being a makeup artist, what did you do with all your stuff? I gave the kit to. There was a lady who was working for us. And you can I gave my kit and all my brushes to her. She wanted to be a makeup artist. That's so nice. And I'd gone to, I joined Vogue and it was a huge commitment to me to stop being a makeup. You know, I've done it for 10 years. I was going to say, I can't believe you gave your kit away. And I gave my brushes in this bag like that. And it was a huge investment of brushes, but she was from Romania and she'd been working here and she really, really wanted to train as makeup artist. So I thought, pass on the good times. So, so very kind. Sorry to break that little happy party for yourself. And um, I, I hope she's a very me. successful <laughs> makeup artist. But um, you chose these colors for Fee already? Yes, yeah. Okay, so so you- I always go a little bit lighter on the skin with the concealer because then we'll add in the warmth later. Uh, okay. So concealer, you think of like covering up blemishes or brightening under the eye, whereas this stretch concealer you can use almost like a foundation. Because it's so light. I've noticed it's so that light. when I've used it. It's so light. Yeah. I just put a tiny bit on my finger and pat exactly. under my eye with it and it's got a kind of luminosity yeah. and a sheerness that a lot of it looks uh, very luminous going on don't have. and okay. it's the luminosity that I like and that I, I don't like sh- having sh- very colored. there's no powder so that, should we should we be using brushes when we do this at home the thing is I use thing, I use when I put makeup on myself I use my fingers but then there's something about applying it onto someone else that I like to use a brush, a brush for. Okay. So I would say, like, you know, if you've got brushes, you like using brushes, then use brushes, but you can use fingers too. Okay. And actually, it's quite... You don't lose product using fingers, you know. I a, think you can often brush... Okay. I mean, just speaking, I'm coming with my makeup artist. Yeah. You can brush... I wish I, wish you I knew you as a makeup palms of your hand to seal, to, it, to in. seal it in. Exactly. Because your skin oil is always going to really set something into your face. So if someone is more pinky, what color foundation should they use for cover up? Uh, see, I, I'm, I did a five day makeup course where it was so like um, bish bash bosh that I never really learned about sort of um, color blocking and, you know, like color correcting and things like that. So the sort of idea of having a chart and like, you know, pink is blocked out by blah, blah, blah. That makes me go a bit cross-eyed. I so I don't you. know. Go on, you tell me. Well, I've got quite yellow skin and I would say that you've got some yellow in your skin. So what should I and use? So I, don't ha- I don't even have. Terms. You can see if you, I mean, the best way to compare it, I always think, is a whole one bottle next to another. And you take the slightly yellower sheen. Brands, funnily enough, historically, like Shiseido, are very, very good on yellow tones yeah, because Japanese. Bobby Brown is very good for yellow tones. Yeah. Um, they're just the slightly warmer skin tones, but that's definitely something. So, pinker or whiter tones, so I avoid, or, I, and so I, should you. But you could wear a, 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 a whiter avoid. tone. Um, so and then, then what about for, you know, for redness well green takes away the green red yeah. takes away pink. so the yellow I know about t- that yes the, the the yellow actually i find quite a good concealer what i tend to do which is different to how you're doing the skin and it's fascinating to see the differences i i because i have broken capillaries and that's what i don't like and i kind of have rosacea so with i conceal under my eyes and then i use a brush and i only really brush over the areas very yeah. lightly that i don't like the color of so i almost kind of do so, it in so a doctor dot fashion, dot, less yeah. of a less Coverage. of a mass and then yeah. i build color with powder with right tinted powder so would you sort of set it after you've done your i'd base? set it but with a sort of yes with a see i don't like so much powder, powder because powder. Uh, like, no, a like, powder. Uh, like a blush powder like a 
like, so I might use like a, face a loose bronzer. Powder, okay, a bronzer. Yeah, like a face bronzer. Because this looks very nice too. It looks very dewy and it doesn't look like you have any makeup on whatsoever. In fact, this is like I want to buy this now. So I like using so cream bronzers. I don't I don't like powder bronzers. Oh. I like gel and oh. cream bronzers. And this is my favorite at the moment. It's by Sensei S E N S I S A I, which is that. a Japanese brand. And they're they're bronzing gels and they have a whole range of colours. Because it looks pretty it's dark on the back oh, of the hand. Oh, okay, it's yeah, terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. And people always go, when okay. I put it out. Okay. And then when it's on them, you're like, oh, wow. I did make that noise, but I, because I have 100% faith in you, which is why you're here. Sure. I mean, really, it's a podcast. I could be making it look dreadful. What was your favourite <laughs> show last season? Where did you get take your, Where do you take your makeup inspiration from? I like to look at shows, but I also take them with a pinch of salt. I think there's a lot of like um, this idea of a beauty trend, which really is just a roundabout of the same thing coming. It's the same with fashion, I guess. It's like in and out of fashion but you know when someone says to me like a red lips back in fashion it's like that's the only makeup I've ever really liked it's always been a fashion to me you know so also makeup is like back in fashion so everyone's sort of gone back to the 80s with like pink high pink blush right underneath the eye and like high on the cheekbones and like you know really playing with color and things which is great for me because I feel like the first five six years of my career it was all no makeup makeup but maybe that's why I like doing a natural base so much because that was my you know, introduction to the makeup world with the work I was doing. What girls do you work with most regularly? I work with lots of... Great girls. Great girls. <laughs> but lots... Of, mainly at the moment, I work with Adra Oboa, who's a great old friend of mine and have done for years. And then at the moment on rotation, I've got Stacey Martin, who's a beautiful young actress, Belle Powley, who's a I love Belle Powley. I work occasionally with Jodie Comer, who I'm obsessed with, and she knows it, so it's fine. Then singers like Jessie Ware. The thing is, is that I don't do lots of celebrities. If I'm working with a celebrity, it's got to be because I like hanging out with them. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can you have a look at what I've done? Yeah, hold on. I've put a bit of gel bronzer on. Are you worried what happens if I don't like it? No, I mean, you will like it. Because you look Okay, so you put gel bronzer on, so I'm much less pale than I was. Onto the sort of peaks of the face. So on the forehead, Mm. the top of the cheekbones, the the nose and the chin. Very light again. That was was um, soft bronze in Sensei. And then you're using a Chanel. Chanel. These are my favorite. um, Balm Essential. And um, I think there are three or two of them. I'm mad about them. That's yours. You mustn't let me take them. No, I will not. But um, they've got a highlight and a bronzer. One and they're just this really it's lovely, so light and <gasps> silky. And oh my god, where, tell us about where you put it on because you put it on on the I top actually, of the, yeah. around the eye above the eyebrow. Yeah. We need to talk about eyebrows in a minute. <laughs> I actually go really high with highlighter and with blush, I go almost underneath just 
just to the edge of the eye, but almost right underneath the eye, at the top mm. of the cheekbone. Sort of, I almost ignore the apple of the cheek and do blush just up there, high or low. And do you ever do across the bridge of the nose, which yes. I always do? Yeah, and on the eyelids because I too. want it to look like where the sun might have exactly. Hit me. So the sun I might love that you. too. Me too. Yeah. yeah, across the bridge of the nose, across the top of the cheekbone. So light. I am going to go and put in a bit of blush, but I know you're not mad about looking any pinker than you already feel although so, i use i do use blush it's just about where i put it exactly so this is gucci westman who has put out a really gorgeous um line of makeup called westman atelier it's very beautiful and this is called do you think that's chouchette do you know what i haven't got my glasses oh. on it could be called anything but try her colors it's a sort of mm. it's a sort of it's not dirty, too pink it's not too pink it's a sort of peach yes, color but it's, it's like a dirty peach yeah it's like a dirty peach it's got a bit exactly. of almost brown in it yeah and so i go high on the cheekbone underneath the eye so look up for me i go like there oh and then i go down a slightly onto the apple of the cheek but mostly like up into the temple it looks like she's eye. being painted on by the way guys like literally every stroke looks looks very delicate and very uh, thought out it's very light touch Sometimes it looks like having it's like your a makeup feathering. done can feel like you're in a meat market. I'm telling you, these people yeah, kind of yank your head around. And, but what like were you things. like as a makeup artist? I was the what best. Was your touch? I was the nicest. I, do you know what I used to do? I used to Did straddle. you just say you were the best? Yeah, I was, was the, the best. No, I was, the best. I was a te- not a very good makeup artist. I was trained by very, very good makeup artists. I was trained by someone called Linda Cantello, who's a genius. Legend. And a legend. What was and her name? Linda Cantello, who also did a very good, her own line, and I think worked with Saint Laurent for a long time. And she had an amazing touch. And she taught me to do this thing, which I remember when Charlotte Tilbury was an assist, came and assisted me. She was, I'd known her since <gasps> she was about seven. Really? Yeah. And Charlotte came and I said, what you have to do is I, I would sit in front of somebody and I'd almost straddle them. Yeah. Sort of, I'd put a leg on either side. And I, I want the girl to feel a bit like she's almost having a cuddle. Yeah. And then I used to say, I remember saying, Charlotte, I want her face to look so glowy that she looks like she's just had sex. That's That was my sort of the directive. I want her to look. That's a good directive. Yeah. Like she's just had. I think it's, it's either post-facial or post-coital. Post-coital, yes. Yeah, I'm up okay. for that. But also Louise Constad, who taught me, she always said that having some part of you touching is really important so like legs touching but um it's the confidence of the touch isn't it because that's where it all starts it's like i know that if someone touches me with some sort of nervousness i'm already anxious about how they're gonna do my thing can i also ask you one other thing the one thing that always like kind of freaked me out with makeup artists do you usually go and people who you do their makeup often to they have their own brushes right because like i always think I mean, these all look actually like they've I just been cleaned. I wash my brushes every time I use them. Really? Yeah. Okay. A lot of things that people say when they put makeup on as they get older is that they don't like using as much makeup because it gets stuck in their yeah. little lines that's why in there. we have to moisturize like this. So. Yeah, and that's why Glossier is such an amazing brand. Even for the for, older skin types. For older skin types. Particularly, actually, because, because it gives you that. Because it's so moist. Yeah. Everything so is stay moist. Away from I know powder. it's a word. And, and stick with moist as you get older. But for now the, more like, powders have got hyaluronic exactly. in them. So you can use powders. It doesn't yeah. have to give you that. Am I right? Yeah, I by Terry's got instance, this amazing hyaluronic Terry, um, yeah, powder that is, that is like, it looks exactly like a translucent a powder, powder, but it doesn't sit like powder mm. used to, you know. Can I ask you, I know that we're doing kind of speeded up version because yeah. we're on the podcast, but would you normally start or end with eyebrows because I would never get started mm. on a face without doing an eyebrow. Really? really? Yes, because I was framed. framed. 
To say that the eyebrows are the windows the to the frame, face. So the yeah. minute you put the frame on, on the face, then you can build around that frame. But you might feel that you like to do the skin first and then the I, I think I do do, do the skin, yeah. But then also, like, if I'm going to do an eye, like a really strong eye, I would do that first. And, and then I do the brows and then I do skin. So oh. it sort of depends on the, the okay. look, I guess. Okay. And going in with the Balm Essential from um, Chanel just keeps everything so fresh do you is do there... it down the center of the nose the balm essential because i not... do do you i do a highlight down the nose and then i do a little tiny bit on the, the top of Cuba's my lip. bow yeah i would do i would definitely do cuba's bow but i don't understand the highlighter on the nose thing what are you everyone. using here so this is your anastasia brows pencil which i'm using because i know that you like it <laughs> and it's on my table so i'm using i was but... given it to try actually the other day because she was the queen of eyebrows yes in LA. in la and you've got a glossier one which works like a wax which keeps the what eyebrows did you up. think about boy brow i loved it when you start a brow do you start from the bottom up the inside bottom up do you brush them up and towards each other what what Cause it's very specific how you make an eyebrow really work i um i would sort of step back look at what needs to be filled but you start from the and inside I would bottom, I would start I would start or? at the beginning of the eyebrow yeah which I see as the bit close to the nose but quite often I wouldn't put too much product in that little fluffy bit at the front I would start the product sort of one third of the way in oh, and that's then interesting. and then using the brush to brush up and out I always brush eyebrows up and then and out. angle them outwards yeah and then I do that with a gel can I see too. you but I think I think fluffy Honestly, brows very nice I think fluffy brows are so much chicer than a really in, like intense drawn on brow I don't like the intense drawn no. on brow and I actually almost like it when you can see through the eyebrows, like, so it's not a solid fill, it's this sort of sheer fill, so you get that, you just feel like it's a full, natural, fluffy eyebrow. Do you go a shade darker or lighter than the natural brow? No, dar- darker I'd say, but never too too dark unless it's really your, you know, your hair shade. But I always think that taupes are better for eyebrows rather That's than, like, really nice. too warmer brown or anything like that and then what about somebody like me who has like black or you have um, amazing eyebrows and i would literally fill the the gaps. edge and the gap that was yeah. it that's it this is it looks really nice too. no i don't have a particularly nice eyebrows for which i blame my mother 100 have you ever done have you had the microblade yes, or anything like that but they didn't really take so i'm waiting for them to fade so i can do them again, do them again. Really and then what do you think about eyeshadow as you get older so I think the biggest no-no as women get older in terms of makeup, I would just say um, less is, you know, using things that are luminous and light and things you can warm up in your fingers. and So more, just not sort of, matte, more shiny. Yeah. Like RMS does this. Um, I love RMS. So do I. Because everything's mine. in a cream form and it's all, it's really lovely. It's, I think it's the chicest clean beauty I've, I had seen in I a long time. I love it. She was a makeup artist. This sort of eyeshadow on an eye, slightly like hooded eye. <laughs> I'm trying so, not to be me. So you, go, so you go a little bit I'm lighter just, then. No browns or anything like that on well, the it island. it depends. I mean... I don't know. I play with colour on my eyes. Yeah. So I, I like You've got red, lovely blue like eyes and you can... Exactly. I use red. And terracottas and things, yeah. you know. But so you cover the whole of the... Um, Look up the, the, the upper eyelid. eyelid. Yeah, I would just do the centre of the eyelid. I wouldn't go too um, high up. Yeah, I would just sort of stay in the. Okay, so let me have a look so I can see what you've done. I'm impressed you're not wearing glasses and you can see yourself I and see you're admiring. I'd like to be. And, and you. <laughs> Which is slightly fuzzy. 
<laughs> slightly yeah. out of focus. Yeah. I've got that Hollywood, you know, when they used to put Vaseline and a pair of tights over the lens so that you look, that's sort of what, how I see if I don't have my glasses on. They used to put Vaseline on Yeah, they put Vaseline on a yes. screen so that you got that sort of slightly shimmery, Haze. hazy effect. That's Basically like an Instagram filter. I mean, that's yeah. essentially wow. what they do. Or they put a pair of tights over. So what are these? Like uh, what are these? So this is Gossier. They did a range called Gossier Play, which was slightly more sort of bright and I pigmented. I love these colours. And they did a whole set of 12 um, pencils called Colour Slide Pencils, which are long-wearing, like a sort of pencil that you can blend. It really blends and then it stops and it sits there and it doesn't move. So what's a good so eyeliner well, colour for, for most people? I think it depends on like your... blue eyes I think or... it depends on your colouring, but always with blue eyes, a lovely, like, coppery tone, slightly sort of aubergine or terracottas, they look amazing on blue eyes. They just... And brown eyes, up. like me? Brown eyes, I would just use... Because uh, my brown eyes, I just use really warm tone um, browns or taupes. I, I would... I, I don't really go mad with colour on, on myself, but... Again, like that's the nicest thing about makeup is that you have a go with it and you take it down or you take it off and start again. But it's very freeing makeup. Like if you like when I was a teenager, which is so bizarre because I, I it's so not me now, but when I was a teenager I used to paint stars on my face and uh, Mac did these long lasting eyeliners that literally didn't budge. You had to use sort of acetone to take them off. Oh my off, god. So. And uh, and I used to paint stars on my face and then that would, ha- that would be how I'd go out. And I would wear yellow eyeshadow that blended into blue I eyeshadow. I love that. I have wear fun. coloured mascaras a lot. Do I you? like wearing well, reds and purples. You just look okay. like you're well-rested, dewy, glowy, and about to go out somewhere. I mean, you, you could wear this uh, for a casual dinner, or you could... Wear it to wear... my husband's chicken soup. Yeah. Oh, oh he's going to love you. To... Your eyelashes look so much nicer. I have to say, Gossier um, Lash is yeah, my nice. favourite mascara. It's very nice. Mascara. Like very nice. I, you know, Mariam is working on something which is um, eyelash growth mm. products. Now, I don't ever trust that because I think how on earth, what is in it that makes eyelashes grow like that? Because Rapid Lash makes eyes grow extraordinarily long. Um, there are different ingredients that can be used and it just depends on which part of the world you are in terms of regulations. Right. Okay, well, look, final step. Yeah. Victoria Beckham. Yes. Makeup. Came, I like. Oh, my God. Me. I, use I her love pencils. It. I like. Well done. They came out with six lip pencils. They're all different nudes, and they're my favorite. Oh, my goodness. And I thought you'd look really nice in one of them. Let's do it. So maybe we could use a four, or we could use a three. How do you feel about a sort of nude lip? Well, so liner? I always do. I don't do. I wish I could wear red lipstick, and I yeah. can't. I bet you can. So I've got not quite big lips, but I'd love really to be able suit. to red too. I just love a lip liner. I love a lip liner and a bit of lip balm. That's my thing. That's what I like. And for women like me who've mm. got the lines around the edge of the mouth, not really though. Oh. Um, but for women who have the lines around the edge of their mouth, in that case, what would you recommend? Because I do think it's dodgy when you see the lipstick running into those lines. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. You can use all sorts of stains and things now that don't need to be solid, so sort of bleedable lipsticks, you know? Like lip line, that's what I kind of love about lip liners is that, you know, if you use a good quality one, it's waxy enough that it stays put. So you've put the colour around the edges of my mouth. And, then and with I the filled flat in the of bottom, the pencil, yeah. you filled in. I felt it was like the flat side of the pencil. Yeah. You filled in the sides and you left the middle of my lip, bottom lip, empty, which is exactly what I used to yeah. do. So and then I'll put a bit changes, of lip after all. Yeah. 
And then And you haven't put that much on the top lip. Not really. But do you just want to have a look? you know what? When I was a makeup artist and Naomi Campbell was an upcoming kind of model back mm. in the dark ages, mm. Mary Greenwell used to use a taupe eyebrow pencil. I think it was a steel one. Mm. And she used to do that outside edge of the mouth in this kind of taupey colour. And the middle, the, the plumpy bit in the middle of your lip, you just did a, yeah. a very pale color. So you shade and it gives your lips a fullness. Of course. It's a, it's a so, shadow. Yeah. So this is a coconut balm yeah, and nice this is for the, the universal for the body and the face. Yeah, that's glossiersbalm.com. Coconut's my favorite. Relax your mouth just to really define the outside of your lips a little bit. So it looks like you've had a tweak mint. Do you mix and match? So yes. today we used a lot of Glossier, but you know, do you, we use some well. Chanel, Chanel too. Sensei, Gucci. I mix everything. Like I've got sort of so um, painting palettes that are always on my table where I'm mixing like foundation shades and okay. blusher shades and lipstick shades. And Without stuff. even trying them on people, you just mix them. Yeah, I, 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 there's no way of explaining it other than I've done it now long enough that I know my tools, in term, like my, my products, I just know them well enough that I can just make it up and it's and usually one, one last question sorry what, strobe what is cream. This? so that's max strobe cream and now they make it in three different shades i think they might make it even even more but there's a max gold a gold cream. a silver and a rose tint and it's a really lovely luminous primer. does that work in the same way as, as future juice a little bit sheerer the strobe cream's a little bit more makeup-y okay let me just ask you quickly. Glossier prices are quite good, aren't they? Amazing. It's so There's something affordable. like, do you know what this... I think Future Juice is like 20 quid. I mean, we need to look it yeah, up. Yeah, it's a really good price point. Yeah. I know that. So it's something you can really play and with. And you can buy it all online and you can get bundles. So you can sort of like, you know, buy an eye pencil and get a mascara and things. It's Glossier. You don't have to have a subscription for nope. Glossier. No, you can just go online. Yeah. I've been sort of, I've been really curious to use it for a while. Yeah. And I thought, because I'm a kind of, you know, old-fashioned i didn't think i'd like it as much as i do but i really really like it and if i could keep on my desert island i would take this that's a good question i like the i would do. take the chanel highlighter yeah, balm essential and i would take probably that um that colored pencil that you used mm. on my on your lips and my great find that was you know that i've tried i really like this anastasia yeah, pencil. the brown. What it would was you very have on nice. your makeup desert island? I would take a lip balm because I like putting lip balm on my cheeks and my eyes and my lips. That's and like so that's the sort of thing. Oil. And then I would probably take an eyelash curler. Oh, me too. I can't because live I without an eyelash curler. I don't need curler. mascara if oh, I curl my eyelashes. Eyelash lifting. Love it. Doing Where it do again you, tomorrow. Do I want to I'm going to see a girl called Carla. She's got Is a it cup. just a new word for eyelash perming though? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. And tint, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to a girl called Carla who has a company called Lash Secret and she's in Liverpool, Liverpool Street. God, you travel for your beauty. And I really you? do. I mean, I go to Brixton to get my nails done. I go to Liverpool that Street to get funny. my eyelashes and done. And have you had your brows laminated, which is basically brows being permed up, which is a whole new thing as well? No. Would you? I am not going to no. try that. Are you going to do anything? I don't know. I'm not uncurious about it. I've seen people who do it. it just but what's wrong with makeup? Why do you need to per- Why do you need to do do have them so permanent? Well, I don't know. Because it's that thing of having them brushed up and sort of so flat. What microbrading looks like. Yeah. You mean like what my bushy eyebrows look yes. like? Yes. Basically, so for a lot of people to get bushy eyebrows like yours, it's very hard to get the brows to stand up. They lie flat. 
but then that's why I like boy brow clear boy brow I put it in the front bit and then I use my finger to really smush it down onto the skin and it takes the excess product off and then you've got that laminated brow look okay so I don't have to have my brows but I do want to have my lashes lifted can I tell you I mean it looks nice both ways you're beautiful but I prefer you without having see I'm telling you I look weird in makeup no, that's not makeup. You're just putting clear goo <laughs> on your eyebrows. <laughs> clear goo. But anyway, thank you all that for listening. Silly. And if you have any questions for Celia or anybody in general, you can DM us on the Guinea Pig Podcast Instagram. Otherwise, you can email us as well. So thank you so much. Oh, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes so we we'll can continue doing this. We'll put all the products that Celia used. We'll put a list of them up on our Instagram that's as well. Yes, we so will. you know what to find. Make sure you look in the fine print. Okay. Thank Thank you. Bye. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of the guinea pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure.